A widely known speaker and author, Shanti Feldhahn is a social researcher whose research has been very useful in helping us better understand our most important relationships. Now, one of her books, a devotional called Find Rest, helps take women deeper in the most important relationship of all, your relationship with God. Now, as we focus this year on developing our relationship with God by spending daily time with Him in His Word, we are revisiting this morning our conversation with Shanti about what she learned writing that devotional. Shanti, welcome back to The Morning Conversation. It is always great to be with you guys. Yeah, so I gotta ask, when I found out that you were doing this devotional, I was like, what, our Shanti? Like, that just (laughs) surprised me. Talk to me about that. Like, why the devotional? Why the seemingly at least divergent from what you've been doing? All the work that I do is based on research. And this is too. One of the things that I've been looking at is for me as a woman, I'm a crazy person half the time. (laughs) (laughs) You know, most women know exactly what I mean by that. (laughs) We're just really busy people. Mm. And having this opportunity to really dive into, okay, what are the causes of stress for women? And how can we find rest in the midst of that? And what does that look like? And realizing that, you know, my tendency would be to write a big book on it. And what I was finding as I was looking at this is it's actually a bunch of little things and habits and ways that we're causing our own stress and that we're not really taking in what God has for us. If I were to write a big book, it would be really overwhelming. Like Mm. there's all these things I need to do differently. An overwhelming book called Find Rest (laughs) would not be the best idea. Instead, God really set this up from the beginning so that it would be this series of daily, one small step at a time, Mm. like one little point of something that you didn't really realize you were doing and one aha moment and you just kind of sit with it for a day Mm. and how does this apply to me? There's nothing you really have to do. It just sort of naturally soaks in and then the next day there's another step Mm. on the journey and another and then we did it as a 60-day devotional and by the time you get to the end of 60 days you realize I really have found rest for my soul. Mm. Like I'm in a different place. I have different habits of mind and I have to say like everything else that I've done I did not set it up this way. I'm not that smart. Mm. (laughs) I mean, really, this started out Mm. as an opportunity to write a devotional to help women who have all this need for finding rest and all this stress. And I realized that is exactly what it has to be in order for us to come to the end of that process and actually have seen life change. So Shanti, you know, when I first saw that you had written a devotional, I was first surprised. And then I was excited because I know how God's gifted you and I know how he's used you. And I was excited to read it. And then as I've gotten it and begin to read it and been so ministered to by it, I'm asking myself, why did she make it for women? And I'm reading it. I'm having to kind of put a book cover on it because it has all these flowers and stuff on it, right? Yeah, it doesn't look very manly. But as I'm reading it, I'm going, that's me too? I mean, it's so applicable. But anyway, so why did you focus specifically on women? So we started this way in part because... I had been studying for quite a few years the causes of stress for women because they are a little different than Mm. for men. At least the application of it is because there are so many ways that we women put so much pressure on ourselves in different ways than men do. Mm. Like, you know, for example, one of the things that's so common for us as women is we sort of feel like we're supposed to have it all and do it all and be it all, like all at the same time. Mm. 
if somebody says, well, we need somebody to run teacher appreciation, like we feel a need to raise our hand and say, I'll do that. You know, as I was talking to men, they're like, I don't feel that pressure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm perfectly fine not raising my hand. Somebody else will do it. There are ways that we as women put this pressure on ourselves. And it's interesting because you're not the only man to have told me that (laughs) there's a lot here for guys too. And one guy said, you know, we don't put that pressure on ourselves in that way. But man, I do put pressure on myself. If the boss says, you know, we need somebody to run this particular thing, absolutely, I feel the pressure to say, Mm -hmm. I'll do that, Mm -hmm. because that's how I'm going to provide for my family. Mm -hmm. I've got this fear of failure. Mm -hmm. So there are different ways that we put pressure on ourselves. It's just that this one, we focused on the one for women. Yeah. You might direct it towards women, but obviously God's word is universal. (laughs) So yeah, as you lay out those application points in the book, they're going to minister to all of us. So you put a pretty cover on it, but just know that us guys are going to be reading it also. Okay. Shanti, as you think about your devotional, I'm sure that you've probably read plenty of other devotionals in your life and your walk with Christ. What do you feel like is maybe a little different in the way that you approach this devotion than other ones? The thing for me that was really a big deal as I started looking at this was what are those causes of stress? We as women almost have this hopeless feeling. I know that sounds funny, but it's in there of this is just what life is like. What's different for me is I looked at that amazing scripture of where Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. Mm. (laughs) And this is, of course, every woman is like, yes, that's me. Mm. He says, I will give you rest. But then he says something that is not what we're expecting. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. I realized as I was looking at that, it's not always going to be rest for our bodies. And so many devotionals for women and so many books for women, frankly, and talks for us as women, they basically say, look, you just need to slow down. Mm. You just need to take time off. You just need to find a place of peace and quiet. And that may be true. There may be seasons for that. But that's more a solution for a short time. I'm not really sure that that's feasible for a lifetime. And I looked at this promise of Jesus and I realized rest for your souls is not always going to be rest for your bodies. In fact, the example where he says, take my yoke upon you, a yoke is actually an instrument to help a burden beast or a horse or an ox, like pull the plow in the heat of the day, to plow the field or to pull something heavy and do his work in the midst of all this stuff going on. Jesus doesn't say, here, let me take the yoke off of you and send you back to the barn to find rest. In the middle of our busyness, and that's a big hallmark for women, we just always feel busy. You can find rest for your souls. It doesn't mean that you have to feel stressed and anxious and worried and frazzled. You can find rest. And so to me, that was the big difference is, okay, if that's true, in the middle of my busyness, what does that look like? And that's when I went to both science and scripture Hmm. to try to figure out what that looks like. Hmm. Shanti, to uh, even just say the words of your devotional, find rest, it says that you think that we can find rest. There's someone listening today that's going, you don't know my life. (laughs) Talk to that person that says, my life is far too chaotic, far too crazy, and I can't change that anytime soon. Is there really, really hope for that person to find rest? Yes. So that's where we get to that promise that even in the middle of the chaotic busyness, you can find rest for your souls. When I started looking at what science says and what does scripture say, it was so interesting because both of those sources, science and scripture, when you distill it down, it comes down to eight different things. We call them the eight elements of finding rest. 
And it turns out that when you look at these, it's different habits of mind. It's different things that you didn't even know mattered. One of the key ones is to shift your perspective because so often we feel unrested, stressed, and frazzled because we're focusing on the things that are making us stressed and frazzled. A classic example for us as women is in our relationship with a husband or a boyfriend. If I'm at odds with Jeff, my husband, it's like nothing is right with the world until Mm. that is resolved. That's a big deal for us. So what does scripture say? What does science say about how to address that? So we looked at Philippians 4.8, where it says, okay, if you want to rejoice in hard things, if you want to deal with, you know, how to shift your perspective, you think about everything that's excellent, what's lovely, what's noble. You think about what's worthy of praise rather than what's worthy of driving you crazy, right? Mm. Okay, this may get on my last nerve. This may be frustrating. And I may need to figure out how to address this in a way with my husband at some other time. But it'll be a lot easier to address it in a healthy way if I am absolutely grateful for his presence in my life. Shanti, you were talking about the eight elements of the journey, finding rest. And we shared one of them already which was shifting your perspective. Let's talk about have no fear. Easier said than done. Who do you have to talk to us about on that one? (laughs) Much easier said than done, but all of this is a matter of being purposeful. And like I said, it's hard for us to be purposeful in big things all at once, but in little things, you start to see little day by day, it makes a difference. We have so much worry in our lives. Worry is just another word for fear. And this is something that we are challenged in the scripture to be not anxious for anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God that passes all understanding is going to guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. We see these promises. I love this quote from Billy Graham, because if we really are dealing with fear, it's really a lack of trust. And it's really not realizing that the creator God of the universe has it all under control. I put some quotes from other people in the book where I felt like it was really relevant. Billy Graham said, look, I've read the last page of the Bible. Hmm. It's all going to turn out all right. And in the middle of worry, to really take that thought captive and recognize you know what? God really is in control. And I'll give you a classic example from my life. My son has epilepsy. Every mom out there knows the feeling, like when the school calls and you get this, (gasps) you know, and you have this tension that comes up like, what happened to him? And for me, you know, I'm always having that, like, is he going to have another seizure? And I have all these worries for him because his bodily seizures are mostly controlled by medication, but he has spikes in his brain that prevent him learning properly sometimes or hearing what people are saying. So there's all this worry. And I realize I am supposed to take those thoughts captive and have no fear because God promises that it is all going to turn out right in the end, Mm. that we are going to have difficulty in this life. Jesus says, you will in this world. I've overcome the world, though. All that we see here and now is not the end of the story. There is a crucial need for an eternal perspective where we really trust our great God in the long run. If we let it, those fears would cause us stress every moment of every day. Can't let it. Shanti, when I think about spending time with God, or some would call that quiet time, having a quiet time, that can be just kind of a ritualistic thing that we do to check off our list or feel like we should do or feel guilty that we're not doing it. But as you talk about the eight elements to finding rest, one of those is to connect with God. And I love 
talking about that in the context of what we're talking about, because it's not about just being super Christian or just trying to knock off something off your list, but it's saying, no, this is an intentional thing that you do to find rest for your soul in God. So talk about the importance of connecting with God. You know that feeling, that stress that you get when you look at your cell phone and you realize the battery is going way down? I, yeah. I am one of those people that, like, it's at 25%. I'm like, ooh, and then it's at 18 and 12%, and 8%, and I can feel my stress level rising. Like, is it going to kick out on me? Is, mm. Am I going to miss an important call? It's that feeling of relief and peace that comes over you when you spot your power cord yeah. and a wall charger. You know, like, there's an outlet, and you see the battery going back up into the safe zone, and it's like, ooh, and you can mm. breathe again. It's the same thing with us, only our energy doesn't come from a power cord. Mm. Our energy really has to come from this connection with God to really be able to turn to Him when, like for me, if I'm about to just snap at the kids, and man, I realize I need to turn away and turn to God for a second and go, Lord, help me not do that. Help me respond in kindness instead, and to just really plug in constantly throughout the day, not just once a day. This is a big challenge for me right now. Three or four weeks ago, my father had a massive stroke, and I canceled everything and spent three weeks in a hospital, you know, trying to work through all the stuff that comes when something like this happens. You can imagine what the state of my inbox looks like. Mm. I have all these deadlines. I have people like, you promised us this by Friday. And it's a temptation to just quickly get ready in the morning and run downstairs and tackle the inbox. So it's really challenging me to stop and say, no, more than ever, I absolutely have to plug in Mm. to God because I'm going to need that charge to last the day. Shanti, we've been talking about the contents of your book. I want to talk for a moment about the title of your book. It's titled Find Rest. One of the things I liked about that was the intentionality to it, the responsibility of it, right? Because if we're not responsible for our lack of rest, then we are victims. (laughs) Then there's no hope for us to be able to do anything about it. But to say, no, we can find rest. So I guess talk about the intentionality and the responsibility for each one of us to put the effort in and in the right places to find rest for our soul. It is true. It really is about the intentionality behind it. Mm. And it is a responsibility. And it's one of those things when we were trying to figure this process out, not just what does science say, what does scripture say, but how do we present it? And that was where, you know, this Devo came in, this day by day, soaking little bits in every day, and how does this apply? But also, we did recognize there is a sense that so many of us as women just let the day carry us. It's almost like you're being picked up by a tsunami wave and carried along, and there's nothing you can do about it. And that's not true. We found in the science and in the scripture, there is a sense where it is to a huge degree up to us Mm. of how we not only organize our day and things like that, but how we respond to it Mm. and what our attitude is and how we handle those difficult situations that are just going to come up. I love that word, responsibility. There is a responsibility that is on our shoulders that we can't just complain like us as women love to do. I'm so busy. (laughs) You know, yeah, you might be busy, but Jesus says you can find rest for your souls. You don't have to feel busy. And that's the hope. And that's the promise in this. Well, Shanti, as always, and as I knew what would happen, I could go on and on and on. I'm going to hold back, but I'm going to ask you to close our time because again, I know there's someone listening right now that's going, I needed to hear this today. would love for you to just to close our time in a word of prayer for that person. 
I would love that. Okay, Lord, we are all weary and heavy laden in so many ways. We trust that you say you can find rest for your souls. We trust you mean it. Mm. And so, Lord, I pray for every person listening that you would help us to see each day those glimmers, those moments where you're reaching out to us and saying, take my yoke on you and learn from me and help us to see those opportunities to not try to just run so fast that life carries us along help us to be intentional help us to realize that you're handing us this opportunity and help us to see it when it happens Mm -hmm. you are good and you want good things for your children lord we trust you we know you will help us do this and we ask this in your name amen